0: Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3.
1: Money m 89.3. Good morning, it's The Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. Willie King now takes over for The Bigger Picture. And Willie, just to set the stage for this week, we're still
0: talking about the Fed rate hype from uh, the middle of last week, simply because of how they talked about uh, there's still some way to go and there is that fear over a recession. And you know, Will they be able to achieve the soft landing that they keep talking about? Yep, so that's right, Elliot. I mean, we've been talking about interest rates and how, you know, there's this global sell-off yeah. as well. So, yeah. you know, I want to rope in I'm a strategist Azim Sharif, market analyst CMC Markets of APAC and Canada to share us, with us more about this. Hey, good morning, Azim. Good morning, Willie and Elliot. How are you guys? Yeah, great. All right. So, I mean, Azim, you know, last week, you know, we have the Fed raising rates by 0.5%. We also have the ECB also increasing rates by 0.5%. So with this rate hikes here, just one quick question here. you know, Do you think, you know, higher rates are here to stay? It's a very good question you've asked, Willie. Really. And, you know, as you,
1: as you mentioned, last week was a huge heavyweight week. You know, with I think there were about four central banks, you know, uh, Fed, the Bank of England, ECB, and even the the Swiss uh, central bank as well. All pretty much uh, bumped it up by 50 basis points. But to answer your question, you know, the, the million-dollar question is, you know, how long are they going to keep the rates high? Mm. And, and from the commentary from Fed Powell, I mean, he was very... I mean, he was less hawkish, which is good, but what he also suggested is that they are going to keep it for higher for longer. Mm. Um, That is the key takeaway. So, you know, we saw the dot plot that came out. We saw that the the Fed were basically pricing in uh, a terminal rate or roughly a a terminal rate around 5.1% in 2023 before it starts to come down. So, again, it could be sitting around that 5% mark for maybe most of 2023, and we're sitting at about, the current Fed funds rate is 4.25 to 4.5. Mm. So that means that there's a potentially another two more 50 basis point rate hikes. And of course, if that happens, then they have to leave it at a restrictive rate, which is around 5% for inflation to meaningfully come down. Because Fed Powell has said, basically uh, insinuated this many multiple times, they don't want to be in a position where inflation runs away and where they end up in a, a Volcker situation, you know, where they have to bump up rates, mm. uh, extraordinary, you know, numbers. So like, you know, 10%, whatever it is, 8%, 10, percent They would rather get in front of the curve right now and bump it. I'll keep it at a restrictive uh, rate before inflation starts to follow them and, and actually get ahead. So that's the, that's the key issue at the
0: moment. So higher for longer, that's the key takeaway for our listeners today yeah i mean following up from what you said higher for longer azim and i just want to just bring back this point here you know where people also have been talking about and trying to mirror you know what's going on right now you know to some of the past recessions which you have seen and like what have you have mentioned on the ex-banker paul Walker, you know is this current in high interest rate environment is it very similar to what it was in the 1980s well, look, it's it's very hard to say the, the recession that we're experiencing right now is obviously as a, as a
1: result of COVID and we've never experienced something like this before. Obviously, the recessionary cycle is very similar to what happened previously, especially in 1980s. But again, there was a policy error over there in terms of how they managed it. And it obviously ran out of hand, but hence why they had to bump it up quite a fair bit. But in this case, you know, they are trying to, the Fed at least, are trying to learn from their mistakes and they want to avoid that situation from happening. So again, you know, they have they have kind of changed their tune over the past one to two years of how they're viewing inflation and how they're going to manage the policy. But again, it's something that they're quite stringent on is that they want to be aggressive and they want to make sure they get ahead of it before it runs away. So it is. We are starting to see similar themes, but I guess that's where the Fed are ahead because they know what has happened before and they can learn from those mistakes and they will try to make sure or ensure that doesn't happen
0: in this cycle. Mm. And, you know, based on this, you know, where do you think the market is going? I mean, you see in the past few months, you know, the market has sort of quietly rebounded, but also last week it has sort of, sort of saw a sell-off. So it is sort of, the market is sort of like having a whipsaw effect, you know, On some weeks going up, some weeks going down. So, what's your take on this? Where do you think the market's going, you know, coming up next year?
1: Look, that is the million dollar question, really. <laughs> and, uh, look, of course, of course, you know, we, everyone, everyone has a good view on this. Um, but you, you know, you're 100% right. Like every investor, every trader really wants to know what is the market thinking? What is the market setting up right now? In my personal view, you know, we talked about Santa Rally, you know, heading towards the end of December. Mm. We haven't seen anything major yet, right? Now, we've seen all the key economic events kind of, uh, finish last week. The next one to two weeks is going to be very subdued, not too much of market volatility or liquidity happening. So we could see a bit of upward momentum. We could see a bit of risk on sentiment as we head into the new year. Mm. But the key thing to remember is, is following on from the Fed uh, commentary is the higher for longer. Mm. Now, why that's important is because if rates are going to be longer, we could potentially start to see an earnings recession right, mm. with global equity markets. So that is very important because we're going to potentially start to see a lot of analysts downgrade their profit forecast or their earnings guidance for a lot of these companies. So what that means is obviously we could potentially see a huge sell-off in global equities starting from the US. Mm. Uh, you know, the S&P, uh, I believe, is sitting around the 3,800 mark. You know, it's, it started to see a sell-off. It, it reached about 4,000. Just yeah, just under four thousand one hundred. You know, a couple of days, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But a lot of economists, a lot of even equity analysts, are suggesting that we could potentially see that S and P five hundred reach that three thousand to three thousand three hundred mark again mm. um, due to these earnings recession. So again, we could potentially see a huge sell off. We do have U S. earnings coming in January, uh, February. So again, it'll be very interesting to see how they go. But again, Q one, Q two is potentially where we're going to see most of the damage. But it doesn't look too good from here, uh, really. But again, it's just very important to know what may happen so investors can manage their portfolio and and adjust their strategies according to that.
0: Mm, that's a good point there, Azim. I mean, shifting gears a bit, I personally have been looking at the data for this week. I mean, it's a Monday. And for me, I was paying attention to some of the inflation numbers which is coming out this week. What are you looking at? You know, Can you give us a preview of what you're looking at this week yourself, Azim? Yeah, look,
1: in all honesty, I mean, we had a heavy week last week. So, I mean, we do have some key economic data this week, but they're not going to be market moving per se. I mean, most of the traders and and people are, you know, starting to go and leave. So we're not going to see too much volatility. But there are some key events, I guess, for us to watch out for. So we do have – consumer. this is for the U.S. country or region. We do have consumer confidence around, I think it's early – on Thursday morning, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, of Sydney time, and we do have the other inflation measure, which is the core PCE price index. Um, and again, that's the Fed's preferred measure of inflation. You know, we did see the CPI numbers come out last week, better than expected. The pace of inflation is starting to cool, which is positive. So we mm-hmm. could potentially see a recurring theme with that PCE price index as well. Uh, if we look at Japan, we do have the Japan uh, Japanese rate decision. Nothing new here. We're going to expect, we're probably going to see the same thing that we've seen for the last few months. No change to their rate decision. They're holding strong, holding the fort. Australia, we do have the RBA minutes. So again, that, not, again, not a market mover, but again, just to show us what the RBA was thinking when they did come out with their rate decision. So very important to kind of see what their guidance is and what they expect to happen over the next few months, given that January as well, there's no meetings, um, for the, for the RBA. And just I guess to wrap it off, Canada, we have the Canada CPI as well. Mm-hmm. Again, just not much of a market mover, but just to give us a gauge as to how global inflation is going, especially in Canada. You know, we we are starting to see inflation peaking in a lot of countries, so mm-hmm. we could start to see that pivot. And again that Canada CPI will just give us a good gauge as to how Canada is going as well, but those are the key, I guess, economic events for for this week. Again, not too much happening, but a good gauge as to what's going to happen leading into 2023.
0: Yep. So, like what you've mentioned, inflation data, um, what the BOJ has been doing, and of, and of course, the 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 key word here is pivot, like what you've mentioned. I've been speaking with Azim Sharif, market analyst of CMC Markets, APAC and Canada. Thank you so much for your time, Azim, this morning, and you know we'll speak again. Thanks for your time, Willie. Always a pleasure. And and, I hope our listeners have happy holidays and a happy new year in advance. Yep. Cheers. Happy Christmas to you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.
1: Available on Google Play or the App Store.